Hey, Steven, we got to figure out an intro to the podcast. That works. Hello, everybody, and thank you for listening to another episode of the No Fluff MSB Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Taher Hamed. I've got my co-host here, Stephen Badorf, and we're backdorf on camera. <laughs> we're backdorf on camera. Oh, yeah. We'll see if the camera thing's sustainable. <laughs> no so, more backdorf jokes. Yeah, I think I think we've exhausted the backdorf jokes. We're going to have to come up with something <laughs> new. So today is probably going to be short and sweet, although I do say that a lot and they end up not being short and sweet. But this one is pretty... <laughs> we say that on every episode. <laughs> this one is pretty short and sweet. So we do a lot of website tips. And the reason we do a lot of website tips is because websites are so important for lead generation. I mean, I've said it on the podcast so many times, like 70% of our leads over time have come from the website. And when I hear MSPs say, oh, the website's just to look professional, it's just to you know make us look good if people land on it, that's ridiculous. And that really cannot be your mindset because that's not what your website is for. Your website is to generate leads for you. That is what your website is meant to do. So one of our mantras is all roads lead to the website. If we're doing a direct mail campaign, if we're doing remarketing, if we're doing an advertising campaign, if whatever it is that we're doing, we're working on SEO, all roads lead to the website. We want to get people to the website. The website's like our resume. You know, it's like, this is how awesome we are, right? This is why you should care. Here's some interesting content. Here's something funny. Here's something informative, et cetera, to get people engaged with us so that they fill out a contact form or that they call us. Because when you use your website as the primary selling tool, it like pre-qualifies the person. That's why we have a pricing calculator on our website. That's why we have so much content on the services that we provide because people, when they're really interested in you, they will spend a lot of time on your website. Yeah, digging through the pages and really seeing what you have on there. Oh, 100%. I think some people feel like it's only the homepage, but a lot of the times, if somebody's invested in your MSP, like they'll look at the homepage, but they'll also click on to some of the other services. Oh, yeah. Maybe not in a read super in depth, but just to get a feel for the quality of those pages that aren't right away front and center kind of shows a lot about your MSP as well. A hundred percent. Which leads into. <laughs> yeah. Post. And even before we get to that, it's like when I'm about to make a big purchase, whether it's business to business or it's business to consumer, for instance, I just bought an over like an overly expensive outdoor sauna. The sauna, right? I mean, like I've been so stoked about this. It's finally coming in. I'm building the base. Whatever. Like I'm, I'm. The reason I'm doing it is apparently there's studies that if you go in a sauna two or three times a week, it reduces uh, uh, cardiac issues by about sixty three percent. Who knows what kind of confounding is happening in that study? I don't know. I don't care. It's, it's also cool. <laughs> it's also cool. So before I purchased this thing, can you imagine how much time I spent on their website and their YouTube and everything else to learn about the product, make sure I'm making the right decision? Like a, a significant amount of time. So when you, like it, your videos don't have to be a minute. Your videos kind of have to be a minute on social media, top of the funnel stuff. But as people start working their way down the funnel and they're on your website, and they want to learn more about your services, your videos can be longer. You can provide more information like, People are very engaged with learning about you at this stage. And that's why inbound leads are almost as good as referrals. When somebody fills out a contact form on my website, like they are qualified, they are pretty much ready to buy. So when I call, all I'm doing is confirming what they think. Like they've reached out to me for a reason. Like they like what they see. Like they didn't, it's not like a quick thing. 
it's not like, oh, I need to get my carpet clean, so I'm going to like reach out to a bunch of people. It's like, I need someone to talk to them about IT services. It's like a big lift. It's something that they really are worried about, and like they're ready to make a move because they're so pissed with their MSP. So when they do reach out, they are like qualified. Like I think like there's the client referrals, boom, hottest, like the lead pyramid, like those are the best. There's the word of mouth referrals, like your friend recommended because they now know what you do and your marketing helps in that situation. Right under that is inbound. Like if somebody's filling out a contact form on your website or they're calling you from the website, they've learned a lot about you, they like you, they are pretty much qualified. They might be meeting with other MSPs, but if you're the one that's doing the best content, the most informative content, the content that speaks to them and not just another chat GBT-esque landing page that is all surface level and no value. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with all that, Stephen? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, I know also, you. We, we, it's kind of our thing. <laughs> it's also just a piece. I mean, having that comprehensive coverage of all the services and stuff, like you're saying, it's a big lift for managed IT. So seeing like, oh, they have a cybersecurity page completely filled out. They have a CMMC page. They have a email threat protection. Like all this different pieces. Like they might even not even necessarily know what some of the words mean, mm-hmm. but seeing that you're covering each piece of it really shows like you know the whole. Feel of them as a hundred percent, and there's some MSPs that go really hard on like their specific things that they do. Like I have a, we have a MSP that we know that gets tons and tons of Fortinet leads because they've created so much content around Fortinet that they're ranking up there with Fortinet. Yeah, right, and that's <laughs> all wild. organic. They haven't had to pay for those keywords, and they in Fortinet deals. I mean, anyone listening, it's like you know those are big deals, and it almost always leads into some type of reoccurring managed services. So. All of that was basically to frame something very simple, but I had to provide the context as to why this stuff like this is so important. Okay, now for the topic, (laughs) right? But I think it's important context for us to understand, like your website cannot just be, it looks good. It's just so when people land on it, we look professional. No, no, no. Your website is to get people to it and convert them into leads, which turns into money. Mm -hmm. That's what your website, that's the only purpose of your website. That's yep. it. And it's also to make your sales easier, right? Which which goes hand in hand with that customer journey. Okay, so there's a thing that's been happening. It's not just MSP space. It's, it's just a reality of people wanting their marketing to be easier and save time. And that's these auto blog posting, right? Because it seems like a, it's like, okay, that takes one marketing thing off of my plate. You know, my blog, blog's automatically getting posted on my website. Easy peace of mind if you're not really paying attention to it. Same as auto posters for social media. Yep. Well, and then sometimes those auto blogs when they post on the website, it's like, oh, it also shows on my social media. First of all, one, if it's on your social, uh, blogs linking to an outside source are never going to do very well on your social media. That's just the reality of it because the social media platforms don't want people leaving the platform. So just first thing there. Second thing is when you're automatically scheduling blogs on on your website, you have no control of what those blogs are saying. Sure, there might be an able to select and unselect, but you're not going to do that because it's automated. You rather just let yeah. those things go. So you have no control of what's going on your website. There's no SEO value to those, and they're going on all these different websites. It's not really going to hurt your website. Like some people say, oh, it hurts, the, it hurts your website to have duplicate content. It's actually not true. It just doesn't doesn't provide any value. It's kind of just words. Yeah, it's just like if somebody falls on it, it's not going to convert. Yeah, it's just words on a page. And when you look at SEO in your blogs, you want to be linking to other content on your website or linking to external content on other people's websites to help build that domain authority, keep people on the page, keep them moving through your website, that is going to be completely missed on auto posts. 
so there's just so many negatives to doing auto posts and there's no value. It's like, it needs to just be cut out of our, our thinking. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, I think we have it right here in the notes as well, but basically when I've always seen them, I think the biggest drawback is where it's just, they're just talking about technology as like a blanket of just like any technology. So a lot of it's not even specific to an MSP offering or anything that would help there. Yeah, It'd be about like, like you said on here, like home technology, things like that, which it's not really a value piece where if you're following the same thing where your website should be converting leads, that's not going to convert anybody. 100%. And you're also confusing Google. Yep. So when you are posting content about 10 technologies for your home or smartwatches or iPads and you don't really support iPads, all of this stuff, Google doesn't know what the hell you're doing. They don't know how to, how to refer you or get you up on the rankings. Mm -hmm. So your, your website just gets harder and harder to rank because you've got a bunch of insignificant irrelevant content on your website. Now, if you're posting content like that on your social media, just to engage with your followers, like, Hey, check out this sweet new, you know, I that I got or that I reviewed or whatever. That's actually totally fine. That's totally fine because the people on your social media, they already know you and like you're a tech guy and you're going to talk about different techs. Mm -hmm. Totally fine to do that. Like, don't, don't mishear me here. I'm not saying you can't talk about outside, you know, outside content, outside of just B2B technology. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is your website needs to be high intent, highly relevant to a business to business audience. So you can rank for those types of keywords and get people to your website. And when you do get people to your website from some other means outside of SEO, and they're seeing all this random content, it's kind of distracting from your core focus of what you do. They're like, oh wait, can I call them about my home computer issue? Like, you know, it just, it just confuses the consumer and there's no value. So these auto blogs, they just have to stop. And every time I've seen auto blogs from different providers, they wanna do quantity. Like sometimes it's like two, three blogs a week. I'm like, there's just no point in having that many blogs on your website. So if there's one thing you get from this today, blogs on your website need to be focused on B2B, you know, relatively high intent with a potential search volume. And that's it. Even if you're only posting one blog a week or one blog every two weeks, that's totally fine. So much better to have quality on the blog than quantity that just makes it harder for you to rank for the stuff you want to rank. Here's an example. We had, a, we had a blog on our website on why are giraffes tongues black? It was like the top link, right? <laughs> it was the top link in the world yeah. when somebody uh, searched that keyword. Which is not good. <laughs> so we had thousands and thousands of people visiting our website every week for why is a giraffe's tongue black? And it like related it to... It was some weird like metaphor. They tried to do something with it. To with like computer... Technology. And here's the thing, that blog was on a lot of other websites. It was through a service like, you know, where, where it was posting on a lot of people's websites. But for some reason, Google liked the one that was on our website and that's the one that blew up. So again, that's an example of like, just because there's duplicate content on our websites doesn't mean it's impossible to rank. That's just not true. It's a, it's a fallacy. Mm -hmm. Trust me, we post on our peer groups, the same blogs are sometimes. And sometimes one of the peers ranks really well and gets leads from a blog that's on four other websites, right? So that's just a fallacy. But with that blog, even though we we're getting thousands of people to our website, and this is why you need to look at the website metrics, you got to spend a lot of time on your website, we saw a 100% bounce rate. Of course. <laughs> they found the answer to the question and they left or yes. something. Yeah. No, one, and no one in the world visits that <laughs> blog and goes, oh shit, you're right. I time do to read need, about technology. <laughs> I do need cybersecurity for my business. <laughs> so we, we yeah. took that blog off because 
sure, it was getting a lot of visitors to the website, but there's no value. That's what I'm talking about here. That's what we're talking about here. You can't, you don't want to just post blogs on your website to stay relevant or stay like we're active. No, just take that out of your mind. Take that the blogs are going to be like just helpful resources when people land on your website. Take all that out of your mind. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that you just got to cut all that out right now. And every blog on your website has to have intent. That's it. And your website will do better over time. I promise you. I promise you. I knew nothing about SEO when I started Alltech, but I started posting custom blogs. I started, you know, taking some bot blogs and tailoring them and all of them had intent. Our SEO has just continued to improve month over month over month over month to the point where most of our leads are coming from the website now. So it's just like, that's like the sum of this very simple topic. Do you have any other points on, on, on why we should, why no one should uh, automatically schedule blog posts on their website? Yeah, I was just, one thing I was thinking of, like from the perspective of somebody searching for a new MSP or kind of evaluating different options, if you're going onto somebody's site and you're seeing a certain amount of blogs on the page, maybe you just jump into the blog page and it's like, oh, there's all these ones posted out, but that MSP is using an auto blog poster and another one's using it. So you go to somebody else's site, they have the same blogs. Like, I feel like that'd be an instant, like, just drawback seeing that it's the exact same content posted on both, which yep. if I was a person evaluating, I would cut both of them out of my yep. kind of list because I mean, the lack of originality in the content really speaks to the quantity over quality yep. approach. Yep. And that's why with MSP camp, what we do is we don't do where it's like, okay, every month we release 30 X four blogs, blah, blah, like a, a, a systematic mm -hmm. monthly thing, because then all of our hundreds of members are going to be posting the same thing at the same time. I don't want that. Like, yes, we have the county lock, which helps a ton, but I also want the MSP to go at the campaigns. What campaign are you running this quarter? Or go to the social media content, or go to the videos and say, okay, what content best matches what I'm communicating right yep. now? How do I tailor it for what we're communicating right now? Most of the content we, we focus on is evergreen. We wanna be able to put the time and attention into the content so it's awesome and you can use it at any time. Versus like, so many services are like, here's the content you're going to use this month. And then it's like hundreds of people are using the same content that, I mean, again, duplicate content is not necessarily going to hurt your website. Right. But if you are posting custom content or tailoring content for you, it's going to help. And that's what we want to focus on. So, so I guess that's, that's the general consent, you know, wrap up of this and if you notice any blogs on like if you're an MSP camp member and you look at the blogs we post on there none of them are like they're all B2B intent around quick questions we receive in either in the sales meeting or with our clients and so we're answering that question well on the blogs or they are blogs that refer to other content in the campaign so mm -hmm. if somebody if we get somebody on the website from that campaign, there's relevant blogs around what they just landed on the website for. So even though the blogs on MSP camp may not have a lot of SEO value because other people are gonna be using them if they're running the same campaign, you can easily take the idea of that blog. Why did we write this blog and write a similar blog or customize that blog or throw it into ChatGPT and have ChatGPT change it, make it relevant to a local search whatever it needs to be to, to change that blog to make it more relevant and custom to you that speaks to the overall campaign. So there's still a lot, a ton of value in even having those types of blogs. 
Any other any other thoughts or or comments on on this one before we wrap up? I think you nailed it. I mean, cover most pieces of it. Yep. Awesome. All right. So I was getting getting some shit for not doing the challenge of the week because I we just <laughs> totally forgot the challenge of the week. So sure we haven't done it in a bit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, challenge this week. Test your might. So you're saying we can't actually play the Mortal Kombat theme song? All right, Steven, it's up to you. Finish him! Challenge of the week! Excellent. Turn off any auto blog posting on your website. Like, any of them. Turn them all off. Don't do that. But make sure you have a, for your coordinator, if you're the coordinator or manager, make sure every week you are posting a blog. Your own blog with a High, medium to high intent for business to business, right? It's got to have intent to purchase with, you know, relatively, you know, at least at least have 10 search volume a month, something like that. Find keywords for those blog posts, those blog titles. You can use SEMrush, you can go Google Keyword Planner. It'll tell you like, hey, this search term is X difficult with X volume. So if you're like, okay, I can get something that's, not that difficult, but has a decent volume. Boom. Write a blog on it. Write a blog on it right now. ChatGPT is amazing at help getting paint on canvas for a blog. It's really doing a good job. So, and no, Google cannot tell that it's ChatGPT content. Like maybe in the future it can, but I have tons of content ranking that ChatGPT has helped me write. Like my brother has a cold plunge business too. I, the entire page, because I'm busy, I helped him with it. ChatGPT wrote it. It's ranking number one, not only for Lakeland, but other cities for cold plunge. ChatGPT did it, right? So you can use ChatGPT to help tailor blogs, to write, to help get paint on canvas for blogs, et cetera, to free up some of your time. We also use a tool called Writer Access. And I'll, I'll, I can include that in the, in the description of this podcast. Um, Writer access is where you can find some amazing copywriters for like 10, 20 cents a word. And even though ChatGPT is out there, we still do most of our writing through either in-house that I'm personally writing or writer access. ChatGPT kind of just gives us some paint on canvas. Yeah, the starting, but you have to go through there, read it, change stuff up. Because yeah. you can so still kind of tell you a little can. bit. Yeah. 100% you can. That's why writer access. But Google access. can't. That was the main point. Yeah, you're yeah, make yeah. Um, all right. So anyway, that's the challenge. Challenge is make sure you stop any auto blog posting or your website will continue to just be a place that looks professional, which is not what you want. You want it to be a place where you get leads. Yep. And two, even though you're stopping the auto posting, make sure you still have a scorecard where you are posting a blog per week, whether it's around the campaign you're running, whether it's around a special you're doing, whether it's around that you have a new client spotlight, whether it's around you have a new employee spotlight whether it's about the new Microsoft 365 changes, whatever it is, focused on your business or high intent to get people to your website, that, that's a challenge. If you do that, your website will start to improve overnight. Yeah. Anything else, Stephen? Sounds good. Good challenge. <laughs> it's back again. The, the challenge. Starting with a tough challenge, actually. The challenge is, harder. is back, Orv. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we will see you on the next one. Yep. Thank you.